0: What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I'm so happy you're here listening today. So I just wanted to let you guys know I am coming to the end of my school year, and of course that feels good. Um, Feels good for kids, feels good for teachers. It's always kind of a bittersweet time, though. You miss your class, um, and the students have such great connections right now. So it's bittersweet, but to celebrate, I am... Linking my Curate and Cherish course with the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program. Um, through this week. So what that means for you is if you have been wanting to join the Simple Home Reset mentorship program, this is a great time to jump in. Um, We are about to change seasons and as I talk about on this podcast, I love that feeling of just a new season ready to just kind of start things, gives you that jump start that you need to do something you've been wanting to do. So if you've been wanting to do that, um, go to at home with forward slash simple home reset. And you will see that my photo clutter course, which is called curate and cherish is completely free. It is gonna be added on to that course. So it'll be a bundle. So you'll get both of them for the price of one. So if you've been wanting to jump in, now is your time. Um, I'm gonna leave that up through this Sunday which is March 22nd um, and I'll leave it open through midnight sometimes I forget to go on there and take it off. so um, if you're in a different time zone or something like that it's usually on there through um, then but I am Mountain Standard time. so it'll at least be up through midnight Mountain Standard time um, if not a few hours past that just because sometimes I forget until I wake up in the morning um, to change that but If you've been wanting to jump in, jump in now, get both courses um, and I will help walk you through that this summer. All right. Or if it's winter where you are, then this winter, it kind of feels like winter here right now. Not today. Today it was 85 degrees, but tomorrow we are supposed to get 8 to 12 inches of snow in Colorado. So, it's kind of feeling like we're changing seasons into winter a little bit, but that's not truly the case. You just never know here where I live. All right, so let's just jump in to my topic today and the topic we're going to be discussing is one that I really hope each one of you and me included We'll take some time to really think about once this episode is done. We're going to discuss the idea of groupthink and following the crowd. So I want you to remember back to childhood When your parents would advise you to think for yourself, listen to your gut, and never do something just because your friends were doing it, right? You remember they used to say to you, like, if he jumped off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff, (laughs) right? And I don't think we ever really outgrow this, um, outgrow needing that advice from somebody else. In fact, the more I look at my life and those around me, I think it might just get even harder as we grow not to want to just follow the crowd. The definition of groupthink is the practice of thinking or making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility. I also found this one um, pretty interesting. Wikipedia defines it this way. Groupthink is a psychological phenomenon that occurs within a group of people in which the desire for harmony or conformity in the group results in an irrational or dysfunctional decision-making outcome. Cohesiveness or the desire for cohesiveness in a group may produce a tendency among its members to agree at all costs. This causes the group to minimize conflict and reach a consensus decision without critical evaluation. Now, the reason I really like that definition there is because one, it talks about conformity. And I feel like a lot of times that's where we are um, in our lives is we just try to conform to do the norm without giving that too much thought. And at the end of that, it says without critical evaluation. And that's the piece I feel like sometimes we're missing. And again, like always on this podcast, I am talking to myself as well. So don't think I am just preaching at you because this is something that I am really taking to heart right now. And I really want to get better at critically evaluating my decisions and my thought processes to make sure I'm not just following the crowd. So as I researched this topic further, I couldn't help but think that this desire for conformity is the cause of many of our biggest struggles. Conformity has gotten many of us to a place of discontent rather than the place we'd most like to be. I was reading Joshua Becker's um, article about this topic, and he includes these really alarming stats in his article. Um, The first one is consumer debt in the U.S. is now over. 15.31 trillion dollars. Another one is that Americans spend 3.1 hours per day watching television, two and a half hours per day on social media, and 2.4 hours per day playing video games. And according to the Mayo Clinic, 97.3% of Americans live an unhealthy lifestyle. Another alarming stat is that the average American home consists of over 300,000 items. 10.6 of us rent an off-site storage unit, and yet we continue to spend, on average, $1,497 per month on non-essential items. 66% of the American workforce is disengaged at work, 85% of Americans suffer from low self-esteem, and 77% of us admit spending time and resources on less important pursuits at the expense of things that matter most to us. So I read those and my heart kind of sank a little bit, and I know that I am in some of these percentages as well, and I know that a lot of you listening probably are too, and so, I just want us to step back and realize that that's not where we have to be. If this is the norm, if this is conformity, then we really need to be the ones that make the change if you want to make a change. We need to take a step back and think about the choices we are making because, like I talked about just a couple weeks ago on the podcast, that we get to make the choices in our lives. We don't have to let other people make them for us. However, if we don't choose to make them for ourselves, somebody else is going to make them for us. So where do we start to get out of the patterns we are currently living if they are not what we most desire? I think we need to start by analyzing the groups we associate ourselves with. So again, let me just say that if you are feeling good where you are and the decisions you're making and the groups that you're associated with, that is awesome. I'm just trying to challenge you a little bit here and help you to think whether or not that's true or if you're just kind of going along day to day. So let's let's just talk about a few of the groups you may associate yourself with or may want to associate yourself with. Of course, there's a million I could mention here, um, but some might be like if you consider yourself a part of the stay-at-home mom group or maybe the busy parent group or the one it all for my kids group or maybe the working mom's group or the s- like-to-hang-out-at-starbucks group Or the organic sustainability group. I, again, am just making these up. Of course, there's not, well, I'm sure there are groups like this, but what I'm trying to say here is what groups are you a part of or striving to be a part of that may be influencing the decisions that you're making? I want you to understand that the feeling of belonging and finding your group is not bad in itself. We all want to belong, and in fact, we all need to belong. An article in Forbes states that belonging is a fundamental part of being human. We need people, and this need is hardwired into our brains. A recent MIT study found that we crave interactions in the same region of our brains where we crave food. And another study showed we experience social exclusion in the same region of our brain where we experience physical pain. Work at the University of British Columbia found when we experience ostracism at work, it can lead to job dissatisfaction and health problems. In a similar vein, a study at the University of Michigan found when people lack a sense of belonging, it is a strong predictor of depression. In fact, it is an even stronger predictor than feelings of loneliness or a lack of social support. However, the group becomes a detriment when you no longer think and act independently in group situations. So although we need belonging, we need that sense of a group and belonging, it can be a detriment to us. The danger here is that your life will follow the path that's laid out because of the group instead of your own desires and ambitions. And as we can see from the statistics that I shared earlier, thinking like the group isn't always moving us in the right direction. I can tell you that I get stuck in this all the time, especially when it comes to motherhood. I analyze almost every single thing I do as it relates to others in the motherhood group. Am I feeding my kids well enough? Am I giving them enough opportunities? Am I disciplining them in a way that will be best for them in the long run? I am constantly asking myself, how do I measure up to other moms? And often this mentality has led me to make decisions I otherwise would not have made just because I so desperately wanted to be a part of the perfect mom group. Which, by the way, isn't even a thing. (laughs) It's just in our heads that there's this ideal, perfect mom out there, and we want to belong to it, so we go along with the groupthink, what should that look like, type of mentality. Another area I bet groupthink has taken a toll for many of you listening is on your home and your budget. Just take a look around your house. Do you have a lot of things you don't need because of your shopping habit? or your desire to look the part in some way, or give your kids all the things, or dress in the latest fashions to fit in. This list could go on and on, but I'm guessing, because I am stuck in this trap too, that if you take a moment to think about what groups you're trying to align with, you'd find that much of what you spend your money and time on align more with the ideals of that group than they do with your own ideals and morals. So, what can we do today? Let's take this episode apart into manageable steps. I feel like this has been kind of a heavy one. It's kind of been a heavy one on my heart lately, um, and just the research that I've done around it and my own realization into where I am in this process has kind of been heavy, but I do want you to be able to take something away and make some changes if you're feeling like this is resonating with you. So, first... Take some time to think about your own values and morals. What's most important to you, to your family? You could do this with your partner and even your kids if it's applicable. Answer this question for yourself. If I could ensure one thing for my family, what would it be? For me, as a believer in Jesus Christ, it would be that my kids would love God above anything else and know that he loves them unconditionally. For you, it might be something completely different, but think about if you could only give them one thing, what would be most important for you? Of course, I'm not saying that's the only thing you're going to give them, but if we can stop and think, what's the most important? What are my big rocks? If you haven't heard that analogy before, I know I've talked about it several times on this podcast, where your big rocks, those are like your cornerstones, those are your foundation. What are those in your life? And how can you impress those upon your family? So the next step then would be to think about your daily activities, the things you spend your money on, and what takes up most of your mental energy. Try to align at least one thing each day with your answer to that first question. For me, because my my big thing was to ensure that my kids love God and they know that he loves them. Mine might be spending the first 10 minutes of my day praying for my children. Or maybe it would be reading a family devotional together at dinner time. It can be something that small. Just one thing. Make one change that aligns with whatever that big rock is for you. And the third step would be to continue this process. Analyze and make changes as you're able to. More align with your values and your morals. Continue to find groups to belong to that align as well. Just changing our thinking patterns so we are not stuck in group think tendencies or follow the crowd type tendencies can be a game changer here. As you begin this process, also think about the people you spend the most time with. Author and motivational speaker Jim Rohn once famously stated, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So make sure that your closest circle, the people that you have around you the most, are lifting you as you climb and not keeping you from the life you're trying to create. Having a sense of belonging is essential to our well-being. I think it can be even more crucial while raising kids. It can feel really lonely sometimes if you don't have that sense of belonging. But as you seek this sense of belonging, be cognizant of who you're seeking and why. Make your own decisions for your life. Be careful not to fall into the groupthink mentality if it's not taking you in the direction you want to go. Now, think about this and how it pertains to your home how it pertains to your money, your finances, your budget, how it pertains to your relationships with your kids, with your partner, with your friends, with your colleagues. Think about it also how it relates to your stuff. I know we're constantly talking about the stuff in our lives on this podcast and the time that we spend. And if we can get out of this groupthink mentality and start really clearly making decisions, cognizant decisions for ourselves that align with our big rocks, our foundations, our morals, our values, our whole lives will look different. Our homes will look different. The amount of stuff we accumulate will likely decrease because we don't need all the stuff to fit in with the groups or feel like we're important or any of those things, we can let all those things go and just focus on our big rocks. And I guarantee a lot of that clutter in your mind, clutter in your home, clutter on your calendar will start to decrease as well. I really hope this episode spoke to you in some way this week. As always, I would love to hear from you. Love to hear feedback and how um, else I can support you. You can go ahead and Instagram message me if that's easiest for you. That seems to be the easiest for most people. I get a lot of messages there. I'm at Jenna Arvidson on Instagram. Or, of course, you can always email me, Jenna at athomewithkids.com. Um, I'd love to chat more. And make sure to jump into the Simple Home Reset mentorship program now, as soon as you can, if that's something that you think would benefit you, because I am putting Curate and Cherish on there for you through the weekend, just to kind of celebrate the end of the school year and kind of give you a little jump start into the new season. All right. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. I hope you have a blessed week. I'll talk to you then. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.